from the WEEI Studios. 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Fourth and final hour of the Rich Keefe Show here on WEEI. Mike Cadlick from WEEI.com is here in place of Andy Hart tonight. And uh, Senior Bowl practice is underway. You are a uh, fan of the NFL draft like yep. we are. I'd say most people listening are. This is where you start to get, you know, Senior Bowl, Shrine Bowl, pretty soon uh, Combine, all that stuff. Pro as, days. As pro days. Oh, yeah. Leads up to the, uh, the draft at the end of April. Of course, we'll be back for our draft show that Thursday night for round one. Six to midnight. Put in the. I might have to get in here for it's, that. Oh, it's gonna be a blast. Yeah, we'll is. have pizza for sure. That oh, yeah. is. That'll be pizza. What do we? Have? You One, better be two, here, like Three. Yeah. I'll yeah. Be here. We got mics. We'll we got plenty out. of mics. Yeah, because you know we could always give Shime a, a segment off so we can use pizza because Shime comes in <laughs> oh, yeah. and fits in hard. It's a, it's a whole I'm to in. do. We got right. Mike back here too. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah we got plenty. room in there. You can we'll join make, Stiz. Uh, it's a party. It's happening. I'm in. But what we have discovered is with the Senior Bowl going on, I. Uh, the Rich Keefe Stats and Info Department went really all over crazy. this. Great yeah. point. All over this. So the Senior Bowl has produced a lot of Patriots quarterbacks. Yeah, that was <laughs> we were mic'd up earlier going through this because you're like, we both were naming guys that we remembered being Senior Bowl guys. And we're like, oh, that's another one. That's another yep. one. Because you were like, oh, Bailey Zappi is we're like, oh, Mac Jones was Jarrett Stidham was. Jacoby Brissett played in the Senior Bowl. Huh. Jimmy Garoppolo is in the Senior Bowl. Zach Robinson, Cliff Kingsbury, Rohan Davey, huh. famously Tom Brady. So I was like, oh, my God, is it all of them? Now, to the best of our knowledge, Kevin O'Connell was a Shrine Bowl guy. Yep. Ryan Mallett, Danny Etling, which is like a seventh-round pick, but whatever, we gave him Zach Robinson. Yep. And then Matt Castle, who didn't even play quarterback in college, so I don't think they would have invited him. Right. And he was a seventh-round pick as well, but... Maybe we're missing somebody, but by my math, since 01, or since 2000 even, since mm-hmm. 2000 when they drafted Tom Brady, the team has taken 13 quarterbacks in the draft, and nine of them were in the Senior Bowl. That tells me they have a type. It sure does. It also tells me, let's see who they got showing up to this yeah. this year. And so Bo Nix and Michael Penix yep. are both uh, at the Senior Bowl, and that to me is... Noteworthy. Those guys have been. Those are the two like fringe first rounders for sure. The other ones are Michael Pratt of Tulane. Tulane yep. Spencer Rattler of South Carolina, who was like the bee's knees at Oklahoma. Yep. And then it was like, oh, wait a minute. Caleb Williams is better than you, yep. which turns out isn't even that much of a knock. Correct. And then he went to South Carolina. It was kind of whatever. He, he definitely like improved his uh, his stock and his sort of image because yeah. he, he was like a total like jack wagon at one point at south carolina and then he came out you know on the other side and obviously i I think he had a pretty good day-to-day down there too so joe milton from tennessee bazooka joe sam hartman from notre dame who's been in college it feels like forever he was on qb1 it was on qb1 right because then he went to wake forest for four years right and then and then just started this past year at notre dame right and then carter bradley from south alabama Hmm. so those are all the quarterbacks that are there now the question also goes back to once again is without Bill Belichick, we don't know who is calling the shots. And is it guys that work for Bill Belichick? And maybe it was Elliot Wolf 
or maybe it was Matt Groh over yep. some of these years. Now they haven't been there since one but maybe this is maybe this is a tool that they they use that hey, we really like these senior bowl cornerbacks. Yeah, like, right. I don't I don't know what it is, but maybe like their scouts get hands on with some of the the prospects there and you know, I, I personally would be happy with Bo Nix. I know you don't like him. I know Andy Hart doesn't like him. Uh, Fitzy but I do does. Like, but I do like Penix. So okay. uh, yeah, Fitzy's a big Bo Nix guy. He likes Bo Nix yeah. as well. We're like the we're our two lone voices in the wilderness. We'll have Bo a Nicks. we'll have a Bo Nix versus uh, Michael Penix <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. draft party that night. But no, and again, it 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 tells you obviously what they what they use in their pre draft process to kind of evaluate these guys. And if this front office was going to be a completely different regime, new GM, new everything, I would kind of, you know, push it aside. But it's guys in Elliott Wolf and Macro who have been here and learned under Belichick and learned yeah. this the way of scouting through Bill Belichick's, you know, front office. And so yeah, I think it's it's worthwhile looking at these guys and figuring out uh, you know, seeing how they fit and could fit with the Patriots. For and sure. the guys who agree to go to the senior bowl, it's such a wide range. I mean, Bo Nix and Michael Penix could play themselves into the first round. And then a guy like Carter Bradley might not get drafted. Yeah, right. Right. So it's like it's a big range. So like Caleb Williams and uh, Drake May and Jaden Daniels are going to say, no, I'm good. Yep. But then the next group of quarterbacks. So like when Mac Jones was in it, mm-hmm. like, you know, Trevor Lawrence didn't have to go to the senior bowl. But then again, you're talking about guys that are still first round picks. So it is it's a wide. It is uh, weird. And I was listening to uh, who was it? It was one of these shows, Gresh. It was Gresh and Fourier, and Hart was in for Gresh, and they had Jim Nagy on. Oh yeah, Senior yeah, he's last great. Week, he is yep. great. Um, and he was saying that they all they he thought they had uh, Jaden Daniels locked in for the Senior Bowl, and then he went and had like an unbelievable season, and he basically was like, "Yeah, I'm not going to do it." Yeah, so, yeah, right. But then again, you have Nixon Panics, who I guess yeah, that's pretty good. They're sort of playing their way into the top of the first or into the first round, yeah. and so I think that's kind of where even Mac Jones was at that point. I feel like. He was trying to prove himself a little bit more as, again, he ended up as the fifth guy, but he still was a mid-first-round pick. Yeah, and so. it felt like he was going to be a second-round pick that whole time. Right. And then when the Niners traded up, there was the rumor, or Chris Sims put out there that they like Mac Jones. And everyone yeah, was like, Mac yeah. Jones at three? Yep. And you're like, no, but he ended up going 15, so that's pretty high. And, you know, yeah, just looking at, like, the guys the Patriots have taken, they took the highest quarterback they've ever taken uh, under Belichick in Mac Jones in the yep. first round. But then you also have a second rounder in there in Jimmy Garoppolo. You got a couple of third rounders, a fourth, all the way down to the Who, seventh. Third rounders was what? Kevin O'Connell. Kevin and O'Connell and uh, Jacoby Brissett okay. were both third round picks. Rohan Davey was third or fourth. Yep. Um, I know Stidham and Zappi were fourth. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's nine of, oh, nine of the four. 14, I believe it okay. is. But either way, I mean, that's still a lot of guys to, to take a Kingsbury? look at. Kingsbury? Seventh round pick? Yeah, he was like a seventh. Yeah, he okay. was like a really, he was a late one. Um, but when we were when we were doing the digging in the uh, yeah. in the stats and info uh, oh, yeah, session, yeah. Mm-hmm. some of the ways I figured it out is that some of these guys have Senior Bowl rookie jersey cards from Tops. Oh, nice. And so, like, I'm looking right now at a Cliff Kingsbury 2003 Tops All-American and it has the fabric of his senior bowl rookie jersey in it. Guess how much money it is? $2.50. It's $4. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But it's like you see Cliff Kingsbury in his senior bowl jersey. I was like, oh, he did play in it because of that. How do you like that? Yep. Yeah, that's that's not bad. I always found like the senior bowl was a good opportunity for like small school guys. Yeah. So like Ali Marpet, who went to Hobart and was like a stud. Oh, yeah. D3. So you're like, I don't know. How's it going to translate? He, go, he gets invited to the senior bowl and he gets invited to the combine and he like holds his own there. And you're right. like, oh, okay. Like. 
he looks like he belongs with a guy from Georgia, right. then so be it. So, like, I don't really know how much Knicks and Penix are going to be able to get out of this, but I think also, like, their willingness to do it speaks oh, yeah. volumes to, like, certain sure. teams. I think they just like to, to see them out there. Uh, but, yeah, th- there's a big range on Penix, too. Like, if you watch him just in the semifinal game, you'd be like, oh, he's a top 10 pick. Uh-huh. Then you watch him in the championship, you're like, maybe not in the first. Right. So, I don't know. Very know volatile it. player, that Michael Penix. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Mac Jones, meanwhile, speaking of senior bowls and speaking of draft picks, uh, Mass Live was reporting they're not going to pick up the fifth-year option, which is no surprise at all. Yep. But does he get a fourth year in a Patriots uniform? I hope no, but what do you? what's your gut tell you right now? My gut right now tells me that he will be here. I don't really know how, right? And I think it, and that's kind of a, a cop-out a little bit, but the way I think about it is well, he's like, under contract. It's not right. a ton of money. He's under contract. Who's going to trade for him? I can't imagine. But you're also probably going to take a quarterback at number three, and so then how does that dynamic go, and do you just cut bait with like a seventh round pick trade, like then you lose so much value in having just direct taken him in the first round. And so I don't know how that room's going to look. Like, I don't know how well he, like, and you read the story from Mark from Mass Live and saying how him and Zappy were kind of working on their own and it was a little standoffish. And but he's I also, like, not a leader. Right. And it's like all this stuff in there. None of it sounded very good. No. And I, I, I don't really blame him for it. I mean, it's, it's, Obviously, you'd rather the guy, you know, be a true, you know, stand-up teammate and this, that, and the other thing. And he kind of tried to show it, but wasn't really doing it behind so the kind scenes. Of fake. I mean, if you if you get benched, it's hard to be like, I'm still a leader of the team. Like, how can he possibly be the leader of the team? Right, it's the starter. It's tough. And so, but that being said, how does he handle having to share a room with Jaden Daniels, being the 2021 first round pick, and now you have the 2024 first round pick, and it, it it's a also, weird dynamic. As a, uh, as an offensive coordinator, whoever that ends up being, do you want Jaden Daniels to be your starter? And then, like, if <laughs> right. Jaden Daniels goes down, here's Mac Jones. Yeah, right. Which we're going to run the run same plays. Yeah, right. Like, run I don't QB think counter again, right now. Nope. In, in a way, let's say they get Drake May, right? So, like, a little bit closer in, like, potential skills. Mm-hmm. If they drafted Drake May, I would actually think keeping Mac Jones. I don't want Mac Jones either way, but just for the, for the sure. sake of this, keeping Mac Jones would be a little bit easier because you're like, all right, it's Drake, man. He's the third pick in the draft. He is clearly going to be the franchise quarterback. Yep. And I don't think, like, if Drake May has a bad game, I don't think you'd get a lot of people being like, I put in Mac Jones. I don't think it's worried about that. But if you wait and take a guy in the second or the third round, it's suddenly like a competition again. And it's like now Mac Jones is kind of hanging around. Like, I feel like that's almost worse and like the chances of him playing or like the chances of you know Bo Nix or even Penix being ready for game one compared to May or Daniels right. being ready for game one I don't want Mac Jones to have to start three games to start the year like you know Ryan Fitzpatrick or like Josh McCown or guys like that would do around the I league feel like waiting that for somebody never really works out well I like no it, uh, the the one example is I guess the Kansas City thing with Alex Smith and he was the consummate pro as yeah. far as, you know, one season. But that was also their plan, and they stuck with it. They were good enough. So it was one full year. True. It wasn't, uh, maybe week four he's ready. Yeah. Like, just either start him for the season or, or well, I guess don't. And it happened with, I think it was with Tua. And they said, we're going to sit him for the first year. And then four games go by, and it's like, oh, well, we'll, we'll put him in And then he there. was in, and then he was out. And right. And he was in again, yeah. and he was out and again. So, they bungled that. No, I'm with you. And that's, like, I don't even want to deal with that. Yeah. I want to either throw the guy in, yeah. or I want to have a true plan. And for the true plan to be Mac Jones for a season, it just, it just feels like you're spinning your wheels and nothing's going to happen. 
Yeah, I just think, I mean, even with... Do you uh, think he starts in the league again somewhere? Uh, Not on purpose. I could see <laughs> okay. him, like, well, I mean, this year there was like 50 guys starting. Yeah, that's true. So, like, I don't think a team is going to go into a year being like, Mac Jones is our starter. But just the Fair. way quarterbacks drop like flies, there's going to be a Sunday where we're like, here's Mac Jones against, you know, fill in the blank. And like, let's see how he does. Yep. So I bet he goes somewhere and he plays, you know, in case of emergency type of thing. Were you a Mac Jones guy at this point in 2021? Uh, no, and I don't want to make this sound like revisionist history. I hated the draft pick, hated the draft pick okay. of Mac Jones. And then kind of like you, you couldn't completely deny it. Like they had some success his rookie year. Sure. I was like, he's never going to be great, but like, who am I to argue with 22 touchdowns, 13 picks as a rookie? Yep. Like you'll take it, but I'm not shocked that he's like not good. Now I didn't think he'd fall off like this. Right. Yeah, and I'm kind of. It, t- it took a yep. lot of th- it took a lot of things for that to happen. I mean, the whole offensive coordinator thing you couldn't have predicted, and everything else. But. Well, that's the thing where it's like I, I kind of I can't stand people like taking a full stance on Mac Jones stinks, and I always knew it because like he wasn't bad early on, and he did have success, and they did go to the playoffs, and then yeah. so many things like you said happened with the OCs and the lack of weapons, and four OCs in forty years, and. Get an injury last mm-hmm. season, like a lot of a lot of things didn't go his way for it to happen like this, and oh, it, yeah. he's to blame for some of it. Yeah, like, yeah, no he's doubt. not, yeah. you know, completely, you know, cleared from blame. But, but I he's, still like whether you think he's good or not, he just he feels like the perfect change of scenery guy. Like you got yep, like, for him and for the team. It's like all right, totally move on. That's you how know, I. That's that's my ultimate take is that him and the Patriots just need a clean split. And his best hope, there's actually probably two of them, is. Geno Smith was, like, written off. Like, he was done. He was a bust. Ryan Tannehill, a little bit different because he did get a second contract with Miami, but he never really won much in Miami. And then yep. he had, a, like, a hot spot in Tennessee for two or three years. Like, so there's always a chance you can be, like, a bad starter with a team that drafted you and then maybe Baker Mayfield, our Baker guy. Ma- Baker Mayfield, who actually wasn't even that bad in no, he Cleveland. No, he just What a playoff game. Yeah. They should have never got rid of him. They really shouldn't have. They'd be so much better off. Yeah, they'd they have would. all these. They'd have more draft picks. They'd have more yep. money. They would be. They'd be going even further in the playoffs. They wouldn't have as bad of PRs. Right. All of yeah. it. All of it. All right. Uh, if you want to join the show, you can at six one seven 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 nine seven nine three seven. We got grab bag coming up next with all the stuff we didn't get to in the first three plus hours of the program. It's uh, Keith and Cadlick on WEI. But right now, here is Stiz with what's trending. <laughs> Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. All right, let's get you caught up with some quick headlines. The Celtics rallied back. They beat the Pelicans last night, 118 to 112 at home. They're back at it at the Garden tonight, hosting the Pacers. Right now, with a little over a minute to play in the game, your Celtics are up 104 to 98. Up, oh, scratch that, 104 to 100. Former Celtic and NBA champion Rajon Rondo was arrested Sunday in Indiana for unlawful possession of a firearm, drug paraphernalia, and marijuana. All these charges are misdemeanors. Rondo, who spent 16 seasons in the NBA, was stopped for a traffic violation in Jackson County, Indiana. A trooper smelled marijuana, and his car was searched, according to court records in an Indiana State Police spokesperson. The Bruins, they're off this week. They'll be back on the ice next Tuesday night when they'll host the Calgary Flames at the TD Garden. Puck drops from Causeway Street at 7 p.m. From Albert Breer, ex-Bears offensive coordinator Luke Getze, he was in New England today interviewing with the Patriots. 
Ketsy will also have a second interview for the Saints offensive coordinator job tomorrow in New Orleans. Patriots still trying to fill some key roles in the organization. And Eminem took to social media to say he stopped writing a diss record after the Lions announced today that offensive coordinator Ben Johnson has decided to return to Detroit for 2024 and they will run it back once more. Oh, I'm sorry. Here's one more thing I forgot. Fenway Sports Group, led by Red Sox owners John Henry and Tom Werner, are on the verge of a $3 billion commitment to become partner in the PGA Live merger. This after the news today that the Toronto Blue Jays and previous Sox DH Justin Turner have come to an agreement on a one-year deal. Turner's contract includes a $13 million base salary plus $1.5 million available in roster and performance bonuses. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More of its key show, including everyone's favorite segment, Grab Bag, coming up. Remember, you can listen to WEI on your smart speaker. Just say, play 93.7 WEI. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEI. All right, we're back here on the Rich Keefe Show with Mike Cadlick, who's sitting in for Andy Hart tonight, W-E-E-I. We're keeping tabs on the Celtics as well. They have a 106-103 lead after three. But more importantly, we're looking at uh, the parlay that yep. our guy Bears has going on. The last leg that needs to hit for him to turn $25 into $650. Jason Tatum needs four points in the fourth quarter. Oh, there's only like how? There's not a lot left. There's an entire quarter left. Oh, this. yeah, you messed up. You messed me. up trending. We didn't yeah. Tell you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jeez. Hey, we were talking jeez. about you. Um, <laughs> like, oh, jeez. Gosh darn it! Oh, I, just, no. I sound like Kirk Cousins. Yeah, he's got 12 minutes left. He's got 12, so he's got 12 minutes. He needs four points. We get four pizza, baby. points, yeah. and it's gonna be a pizza party. I like pepperoni. Yeah, sure. Why not? Someone in the someone in the text line said they'd buy the boys so pizza. Said pizza. pizza. Cali, you're still doing your your Pizza Fridays, right? Oh yeah, right, very good. What uh, what did we do last week? Did you go? Uh, have you gotten the old hot honey on there at all? No. Wait, hot honey. We had that in here. So I don't normally do this, but we had it in the studio. Somebody left it over, so it's good with pepperoni pizza. You wouldn't yeah. just do it like regular pizza, but pepperoni pizza and a little hot honey. Wait, like spicy honey or like hot, like temperature hot honey? Hot, like hot, like like spicy, like, like spice in the mouth. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, if you want to warm it up, I guess you could too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's freezing cold, but it's spicy. Yeah, you want to throw it in the microwave lo- for a minute? Go ahead. I love spicy food. Yeah, I same. got uh, what's the you know putt shack in the no. uh, seaport? It's like a no. indoor mini golf bar oh. type All place. Right. Anyway, that I got dinner fun. there a couple months ago with some friends and. I got a hot honey pepperoni pizza. You did good, yeah. Did you like it? It was. It wasn't bad. Yeah. The food there was average. Fine. Yeah. It was fine. It was <laughs> okay. like a you know it was it was mini golf bar pizza. Right. But regardless, the the combo was pretty good. I liked right. it. I like that. That sounds pretty good to yep. me. All right, let's get to this. It's time for grab bag. It's time for grab bag. Oh, that's right. All the stuff we couldn't get to in the first three hours, 20 minutes of the program, we do it now. And uh, a little bit further into that Celtics update, we gave you sort of the parlay stuff, but they have a three-point lead. And once again, a bad third quarter mm-hmm. for this season. They were dominating in the first half. They got outscored by 12 in the third quarter. And now 
you got yourself a uh, a ball game. So Tatum leads the way for the season with 25. Derek White has 24 on 8 of 14 shooting, 4 of 6 from 3. Jalen Brown has 21. Porzingis back in the lineup, of course, at the first bucket. Yep. He's at 12 points, 10 rebounds with a quarter to go. Drew Holiday also in double figures with 10. On the other side, uh, Tyrese Halliburton back in the lineup. He has 13 points, 10 assists. But it's Aaron Neesmith in the revenge game. Yeah, look at that. 22 points for the Pacers, including four threes. What's up with them not holding on to a lead? It's like, the third quarter is is wild. Wasn't I mean, this them last year, though, too? Weren't they the same thing in the third yeah, quarter last year? Yeah, I think they year? did have some bad third quarters like, last year. I think you're right. I just, I don't know. You're the best team in basketball. You should be. Like, you shouldn't have this weakness. And it's... I think they run into that, like... Is it mental? It's got Complacency. Like, I think yeah. so. Like but, we're we're th- we're this good. We come out and we, we think the game's over. Well, can't have that. <laughs> well, can't do not. it. Yeah. Like against the Pelicans, uh, was that last night? It was like the game. The first half, they actually just kind of like laid down. They're like, oh, we just showed yeah, up. Right. We should win. And then they had a much better second half. But yeah, now all of a sudden they got themselves a, a bit of a dogfight. The rest get Tatum of the, way. the get Tatum the rock. I know it. It's grab bag time. All right, we already mentioned the Rondo uh, story. If you missed it, he uh, got into a little bit of uh, an issue, a little bit of an episode with a uh, gun and drug charges in Indiana. Can't do that. He's apparently not allowed to have a gun. Uh, he has a no-contact court order, at least with what it says in the New York Post. Hmm. And he had some uh, personal use uh, marijuana and drug paraphernalia. So is the marijuana illegal in Indiana, or is it combined with the gun that makes it illegal? You know what I'm saying? Like, does uh, that, you know, you know what I'm saying? Does I do understand, but I, I don't know how laws work. <laughs> I don't understand the law either, yeah, but okay. no, that's I why think we're on radio. I'm guessing that uh, it must not be in Indiana yeah. for it to even be like an Fully issue. Fully illegal in Indiana. Oh, there you go. I'll do it. All right. Okay. That's, they're going to say, no, you got to pass on grass in Indiana. And here comes the grab bag. Grab, grab bag, 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 grab, grab bag. I don't know if you saw this in the Rockets-Lakers game last night, but the old instigator there, Dylan Brooks, ah. uh, got a piece of LeBron James. Okay. Le- LeBron James was going up for a ball, and uh, Brooks went up to like kind of go after the ball in a way and uh, made contact with LeBron's face. Ooh. Uh, if you watched it, you would have thought LeBron James was shot with many guns. <laughs> like He went down, laid on the ground. That's like Caitlin Clark. Yeah, like full, <laughs> like just, oh, my God, I can't believe this has happened to yeah. me. And so I, I didn't see it live. I saw the headline first, and I'm like, oh, here we go, Dylan Brooks. Like, Dylan Brooks is Draymond Green. Draymond Green is Dylan Brooks. Yeah. Like, these guys do <laughs> cheap guy. stuff. Yep. Yeah, they do cheap stuff all the time. So even though I'm anti-LeBron, I'm like, all right, what did Dylan Brooks do? I watched the highlight like 10 times because I'm like, he made contact with him. But LeBron is find this. as big and strong of a guy as there is. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that much contact. And he went down and laid around forever. I look up Dylan Brooks yeah. on Twitter. The first Boom. tweet says Marshmallow LeBron. Yes. Yeah. I'm with that guy. He's laying there on the floor, the whole thing. They gave him like a technical foul, I think. So even they didn't throw him out of the game. Okay. But because it was LeBron, it was like headlines. It was like, oh, Dylan Brooks punches LeBron James. I'm like, I wouldn't call it a punch. I mean, LeBron definitely went down like a ton of bricks. Let's watch it. Yeah, give it a go. and Let me know if you have the same thought I do. I'm obviously... Uh... <laughs> that's ridiculous. Right? Yeah, that's okay. ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, what are we doing? And, and like, I get, like, trying to get a foul out of it a little bit, but, like... And you got one. Yeah, like, right, get up. right, right. You're good. And so I, yeah, he's still on the ground. Like, yeah. What are we doing? Forever. I was Did like... you see Draymond got a piece of uh, AD the other night again? Yeah. Like, come on. Oh, that guy can't help himself. No, he can't. 
But good news was uh, Emi Udoka and the Rockets did beat the Lakers. So well, at good. least all that was able to, to be good. Grab bag. Doc Rivers lost his Milwaukee Bucks debut. Now, they were in Denver. So yeah, Denver, okay. that's, a, that's kind of a tough, tough place. start. That's yeah, a tough place to play. But one of the headlines I read was uh, Bucks are, are pre- uh, preaching patience after Doc's first loss. I'm like, it's one game. One game and against the world champs. Yeah. So I, I still don't know about the hire though. Terrible, I think. Yeah, okay. I think terrible. Okay. I think I think they're gonna lose. They might get a three one, three two lead in the second round and then probably bow yeah. out. Yep. Like I don't know why you would bring in Doc Rivers. I know they were upset with Adrian Griffin. They were like but just 30 because, and thirteen. Like, how upset can you be? I know they had the second best record in the NBA yeah. at the time that they moved on from him. They weren't playing any defense, and I'm guessing Giannis didn't like him. That had to be what it came Surprised down to. They didn't just make Thanias the head coach. Yeah, they might. Or he's got another brother, I think, too. Yeah. Like, get him in there. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't think this is going to help him because teams thought, and remember, there was even a time where the Miami Heat-LeBron teams, like, I think LeBron wanted Doc Rivers. Yeah. And then Spolster ended up being uh, more than good enough. coach in basketball, right? Uh, but just because Doc won with Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce and Ray Allen, how many teams had to try it to think that like he's he was the reason? Like he was not the reason. Right. So he had all those good Clippers teams, didn't even get to the conference finals. He had all those Joel Embiid teams, couldn't get to the conference finals. Yep. So it's like, dude, en- enough is enough. I don't know why they're they're going there. Come on, Grab bag. All right. It looks like an NBA All Star weekend. Steph Curry is going to enter a three point shootout with Sabrina. Ionescu. Ionescu. It's either Ionescu or Ionescu. It's I, I apologize. But she's, she, be, she's very good at basketball. Yes. So I apologize for not knowing her name, but she plays in the WNBA. Yep. And I guess last year at like their all-star game or whatever, she made uh, she had like a record number of threes. Filthy. Yep. She was awesome. And so it's like the most threes more than anybody's hit, I think, in the men's side of it. So they're going to have a one-on-one, I guess. Yeah, her and Steph, right? That's kind of a good idea. I like that. It's perfect for what they want to do with the NBA. Everyone, yeah. You, know, you want to get them front and center, but then they put them on like ESPN3. And it's like, no, put them on this. And mm-hmm. this is the perfect stage for it. So I think it'll be exciting. So I also do. hate when they're like, oh, we're going to incorporate like the WNBA and like the old players, and we're going to play like knockout or like three ball. And you're like, why? Yeah. Like, the women can shoot threes. Right. They can bury threes. Throw them in the, if you really want to throw them in the three point contest. Right. If you want, yep. No, so this that's, is perfect. That's, that's a much better use like for it. it. So I think that'll be pretty good. We love grabbers. I agree. The NBA's top selling jerseys came out, and uh, they have the top fifteen on here. Okay. Jason Tatum, number two. Look at that. He is the number two selling jersey behind Giannis Jokic. Giannis is five. Jokic is 14. LeBron? LeBron, happy to say. Oh, no. Third. <laughs> I was like, is he not on here? No, right, LeBron's third. So, yeah, LeBron third. Giannis five. Jokic 14. Tatum Number is two. One. Number one. Is it obvious? Well, he's an unbelievable player, but he's been on the team for a long time. Because usually I look for guys that have, like, a new jersey. I was going say, like, Shea Gilders Alexander. Uh he is not in the top 15, which I think speaks more to the market yeah. in Oklahoma City. No, this guy's unbelievable, but why on earth people are buying new jerseys of his, I don't get. Embiid? No, Embiid is 12th. What the? Yeah. It's a real stumble. Kawhi? Kawhi Leonard, not on the list. Yeah, he's not. That's stupid. No, not on the list. What conference? Uh, Western Conference. 
Number one top NBA jersey oh my seller. God. So we have uh, Tatum 2, LeBron 3, okay. Giannis 5, Embiid 12, Jokic 14. Western Conference. Uh-huh. Steph. Yeah. Oh, Isn't that weird? Okay. Like, he's amazing. Yeah. But he's only played for the Warriors. Right. So, like, all he's ever had is Warriors jerseys. True. No, that is bizarre. So, like, LeBron's third, and he's been on the Lakers for a little while, but he's also LeBron, so, yeah. like, whatever. Victor Wambayama's fourth. Sure. But okay. I get it. Yeah. Like, if you ever wanted a Wambayama jersey, you had to get I'm it I'm surprised this year. I didn't guess him for number one, honestly. Yeah. Because, yeah. And then Giannis, then Luka Doncic, six. Okay. How about his 73-point game he's the other night? He's so good. He took, like, 30 shots. Yeah. It was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Devin Booker, seven. Kevin Durant, eight. Interesting. This is a new jersey for Durant, yeah. at least. Tyrese Maxey, number nine. That was the biggest surprise that to me. That is kind of wild. He's good. He's he had a really, really good, good year. Good, yeah, but like, but. Uh, Damian Lillard's Bucks jersey is 10th. John Morant is 11th. Then Embiid, LaMelo Ball, 13. Jokic, 14. And De'Aaron Fox of the Kings is 15. All right. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty, pretty good list. I'll take it. You yeah. know. Grab bag. How about this stat? This could be damning. Of the last 19 Super Bowls, mm-hmm. the team wearing white is 16 and 3. That's crazy. And coming up a week from Sunday, wearing white will be the San Francisco yep. 49ers. That's staggering. They, 16 so and 3. The last time these two played, the Chiefs, Chiefs were in white. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, they were. Makes okay. Sense. Huh. Right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they were because Jimmy was in red. I remember. <laughs> yep. Okay. Huh. That is pretty wild. Who? I don't remember. I uh, I think this was an ESPN uh, production that had this, but 16 and 3. How does that work? I, I wonder. Like, st- I statistics are so, like, that is the most random thing. There is no way in, can I say, hell on radio? Wow. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Th- thumbs up in the back. Yep. There is no way in hell. <laughs> no way in hell. What do you think I was going to say? Wow. No. Uh, there's no way in hell that that has anything to do with the actual winner of the game. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it's 16 3 just makes no sense. So I would agree. Hmm. I would agree with you, but uh, we shall see. It's a grab bag. Uh-uh. Uh, how about this? Just, just into the news desk. Former Panthers offensive coordinator Thomas Brown. Oh boy. Come Shane- on, Mikey. It's trying to chop up podcasts. It's late. It, it happens. What happened? Was that what just happened? Who did it? Me. Uh, oh, my God. Come on. Who do you I, think? I know. I wasn't sure. Yeah, and I was right. like looking at you guys. Nope. Uh, he's like, wait, wait a minute. Yeah. So Thomas Brown, who was one of the candidates for the Patriots. So basically cross yep. off another candidate uh, from the Patriots list. And so obviously they didn't offer to him or, or really want him. And he must have gotten signs that they weren't going to bring him in. But he was the most recent offensive coordinator who they interviewed, and he said, uh, nope, going to be the pass game coordinator. So go to the Bears, where you assume Caleb Williams, yep. and Shane Waldron's going to be the OC. So he's kind of banking on – it's funny that he works with back-to-back number one overall picks. Oh, yeah. But he's going to bank on Caleb Williams having a good year, and then that might be enough to vault him to like an OC job after that. I just wonder if – like. You wonder, first of all, if the Patriots, if he had any real shot here. But then again, to to take a step down like that is is interesting, especially if Patriots were on the board. But again, he's uh, he's a goner now. So I mean, you still got Nick Cayley, you mm-hmm. still got Tanner Angstrand, yep, and Kubiak, Kubiak, Turner, yeah, Flurry and Getzy. Yeah, 
I don't know. It's dwindling. It Gotta make is. a higher soon. It really is. What are we, 10 years old? I've seen every grab bag on the planet. Jason Tatum needs a half a point for uh, our guy Bears to get this thing. He's, he's sitting at 28. The over under was 28 and a half. So. We got six minutes left. Oh my god! Famous last words, but we shall see. We will. Uh, we will keep you abreast of the uh, of the situation. And we are. We are all in on that. Oh yeah. That's what we're... Do you know the Klingon proverb that tells us grab bag is a dish that is best served cold? The new Big Twelve, which is I guess the Big Sixteen <laughs> yeah. now, they just put out their schedule for the upcoming football season. Have it? Do you have a? Do you care one way or the other about like the conferences just being like lit on fire? Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, it bugs me. Yeah, but it, I don't know. Like, if you're more of a new school guy, if you care yeah, about the conferences, I mean, I like the way that the game is trending as far as like NIL and you know getting guys paid and things like that. Yes, but the yeah. way that it's happening with um, the, the conference realignment, and it's basically just two big conferences and it's it's weird and i'm not a fan Long yeah i don't short. like it either and it's probably like you got like cal and the acc yeah. and like i mean the big 12 is one thing that's more like middle of the country but like these teams it's very odd to have a west coast team in the atlantic that's F- ridiculous or the atlantic coast Conference. yeah yeah they are like there's a couple of them in there there's some going to the, the sec i think yeah. and it's just i don't know i mean Honestly, like BC was a part of that years and years ago. I remember when BC and like Syracuse and Miami left the Big East and went to the ACC. At least that regionally still oh, yeah, made sense. sense. Right. But like, I just didn't like it. I'm like, they were just such a part of the ACC or the, I'm sorry, the Big East. And then they moved because they were like, listen, the writing's on the wall, football conference, money. And you get it. It's all about, right. it's all about money. But yeah, I can't stand it. And I think the logistics are so weird. Like if you're playing a lesser sport, and I mean lesser as far as, like, money bringing it in, right? So if you're not on the football team or the basketball team and now you got to travel cross-country to play your Crazy. game and stuff, it's like, what is the point of that? Grab bag. Neil Long, uh, formerly with Ime Udoka, is going to play Michael Jackson's mother in an upcoming biopic huh. or biopic, depending on how you say that. Interesting. Yeah. Who's playing Michael Jackson? I didn't see that. I don't know if maybe they're still E-may. maybe they're still maybe Ime Udoka is going to play Michael Jackson. You're going to need a bigger grab bag. And lastly, two new Dork podcast episodes are available right now on the Odyssey app. We did the TED TV series, which is Love amazing. It. Did Love you watch it. it? Oh yeah, yep. Oh, I, I have watched nine out of ten episodes. No, I think it's seven episodes total. Six out of seven. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, I'm quick one, pivot. I'm, you yeah. got one more to go. Yeah, I got one more. It is. <laughs> So funny, so Stiz. You just started watching this. Right? I was taken aback. You've been you've been raving about it for I the know. past week. I went into it. I'm like, okay, it's, it's you know, it's Family so Guy. Funny. It is really, it's very well done. It's, Seth MacFarlane is an absolute genius. He really, yeah, is. he really yeah, is. He so, really is. He's so good. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's just so many laugh out loud funny parts in that. And then uh, we also did an episode on Spider Man Two, the video game, which is one of the best video games that came out last year. So get those on the uh, Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Also at Dork Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. That'll do it for another successful edition of Grab Bag. We will wrap up the show with our final thoughts coming up next. It's the Rich Keefe Show with Mike Cadlick here on WEEI.
If you missed any of our Patriots Monday and Friday interviews, go back and listen on the podcast anytime. Just subscribe to the Rich Keefe Show on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. Well, big congratulations goes out to our guy Bears, who took a big risk tonight. He uh, listened to our picks, including two of Cadillac's picks. Cadillac famously not good at picking yep. last year on the program. He had a long shot and a uh, more normal bet, I would call it. And then he also added my pick for the night. So we had a three-way parlay of Chris Stapp's Porzingis first bucket. That was the big moneymaker that Cadillac had. Also, uh, Aaron Neesmith was my pick in a revenge game over 12 and a half points. He had that in the first half. Yep. And then the last thing we were waiting on was Jason Tatum over 28 and a half points. And it looked like he was going to get it. And then it kind of went on this a uh, little bit of a dry spell in the fourth quarter. And with what, just like three minutes left, went to the free throw line when he was sitting at 28. Uh, bangs both Bang. free throws. And uh, we have a winner. So he turned $25 into... Just under six hundred and fifty. Way to go, Bears! Good that stuff, is nice. Bears. Go, love it. That is a win right there. Meanwhile, Celtics holding on to a seven-point lead uh, with under three minutes to go, so they're going to try to get the win as well. I want to circle back to one of our earlier topics, and that was the uh, that was the uh, Patriots' offense coordinator search, and the names keep adding up, and yet at the same time, names keep finding other jobs. Yep, exactly. So it's been a total of eleven interviews. Three almost immediately took other jobs. And then today we heard of uh, two more that are either staying put or taking another job. So now that list is cut in half, essentially. Yeah, they're at six now. Okay. So six guys um, are still on the board in, I believe it's Kaylee and and Strand. Uh, yep. Kubiak. Kubiak. Who's the other one? Uh, who's the guy? So it's Kaylee Getze. Oh, oh yeah. Brian Flurry. Flurry. And, and then Scott the other, Turner. Scott Turner, Scott Turner, Scott Turner. Okay, so, yeah, it's dwindling, and I don't know who I like. It's going to be Kaylee. I, I think uh, it's going to be Kaylee. It is going to be Kaylee. They're not. It's not that uh, wide a net is that they're, they're casting. I just wonder if, like, why not Cliff Kingsbury to even get an interview? He's clearly at a level now, based on how his career has gone, where he needs to be an OC for a couple of years, if he ever even is going to be a head coach again. Maybe he'll just be an OC for a while. Who knows? So speaking of Kingsbury, yeah. we have to unfortunately issue a redaction from the Rich Keefe show. Uh, no, no, don't you dare. What, what happened? Tom Brady wasn't a senior bowl guy. I was wrong. He wasn't? Shrine Bowl. Shrine Bowl. Yep. A lot of people. I tweeted it, and people jumped on my throat because Brady wasn't a senior bowl guy. So I was wrong. Ooh. The rookie card that uh, I looked at from Brady was a Shrine oh, Bowl one. Oh, you son of a... Look I at know. the rosters. Look I the know. Cards. Oh, yeah. so... Well, Kevin O'Connell was also Shrine Bowl. So we can even just... No, what we do is we take that Showcase. info. We, no, we turn it into something yeah. else, and we say they're all from either the Senior Bowl or the Shrine Bowl. Love it. That's okay. still a stat. Okay. That's still important. We'll That's still that. helpful. I'll, I'll I'll tweak it later on. Yeah, because, so yeah, let's what a, what and go day. back and see if, like, Mallet or any of the other guys were in the Shrine Bowl, because yeah. then it might be all of them. Yep. And you think about how many quarterbacks get drafted. That's mm. still something. It also means they don't usually have the ability to take the top, top guys. Right. You know, because this year, if they take one at number three, that guy will not be a part of the Senior mm-hmm. Bowl or the or the Shrine Bowl. But, no, I wonder if... Say, how is Cliff not getting an interview? Let's get back I don't, to that. Yeah, like, I don't... Bring him in. I don't get it. 
Like, what's the harm in that? It's it's really is odd because they're going with everybody that has very very little experience yeah. in that spot. That's the, it, you say it too, and it, it it makes you think. Like they're they're doing this exhausting, expansive search, right? Why not bring in the top tier guys? Like, why are you bringing in all these guys and not having it? Well, I, I guess some of them are top tier, like Zach Robinson. But I mean, Cliff Kingsbury just seems like a slam dunk guy. Who you yeah. at least bring him in, prick his brain, and talk to him. Yeah, I don't know. They didn't bring in Arthur Smith. Nope. Not that I really wanted Arthur Smith, but again. But it's a big fish. His time in Tennessee, he was the big candidate to right. get a head coaching job. Didn't go his way. Now he also had, you know, Desmond Ritter and Marcus Mariota. So, you know, you ask yourself how how many games would you win with, with Desmond right. Ritter and Marcus Mariota. But he got the Steelers job. So the Steelers looked outside their organization, and they didn't settle for a tight ends coach, mm-hmm. or they didn't settle for – uh, you know, a QB's coach. They went and got a former coordinator, former head coach, right? And to go on to a staff with Mike Tomlin, who's the longest tenured coach in the NFL. So if anybody could get away with a rookie, greener than green offensive coordinator, it would be a team with Tomlin or right. a team that you know has a like a you know John Harbaugh yeah. or something like that. But the Patriots are gonna go with one of the least experienced staffs. Ever is what it feels like. Yeah. Like I don't know where the old dude is on the staff right now. The like just a few years Who back, is the oldest guy on the staff right now. Oh. Steve Belichick. Well, I guess they don't have a staff right now. They because, don't really have a yeah, staff. I guess is true. Joe Judge. He yeah, gone. He got to be. He got to. Troy be gone. Brown. He got to be gone. Yeah, Troy Brown. Ooh, interesting nugget from the senior bowl. Today. Okay, uh, I saw this from Zach Cox, formerly of Nesson, who uh, tweeted this today. Troy Brown did an interview at the senior bowl. He was wearing a senior bowl hat and a senior bowl polo. And <laughs> all the other coaches always wear like team gear. Wow. And Troy Brown was not wearing Patriots gear. So I think that's pretty telling. Makes you wonder. I would say he is gone. If you go to Patriots.com and you pull up the coaches, mm-hmm. uh, head coach Gerard Mayo. And then be- beneath that, the coaching staff for 2024 mm-hmm. will be announced at a later time. Yeah. All right. Is anybody even listed under that? Like the 2023? Nope. Uh-huh. Nobody's there. So nobody is. Yeah, that's it. So Mayo is the elder statesman because he's the only one that's uh, currently employed. Yeah, but just a few years ago, I mean, you're thinking about guys like Dante Scarnecchia and Ivan Fears, yeah. and like you just had a, a bunch of veteran type guys, uh, and then the you know the different coordinators that Bills always had with them, you know McDaniel's or whatever. So even a guy like remember Chad O'Shea, like of course that's yeah. a guy who yeah. you know was an OC out there before. I don't know, I for, he's out there doing something now, but like why isn't he in for an interview? If you're gonna keep it right. in the family type guy. Do you think, and maybe this would have already been leaked out by now, but do you think Zach Robinson or Shane Waldron were even offered the job? Or do you think they were just like brought in, okay, here's a good interview, and then as soon as they went to the other teams, they liked what they heard and signed? Because I I probably, I don't think they were offered it, and only the reason I say that is, and maybe it was because it was when Raheem Morris went to Atlanta, but like it was reported that they offered the... Maurice Williams, the special teams guy, yeah, the job, no. and he said no. But then it made sense because it was a lateral move, and he stayed. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. And so, no, it's just know. it is. It's a it's a a fascinating part of this off season. They interview nobody for the head coaching job, and yeah. apparently everybody for the OC <laughs> yeah, right. job. And I don't know if we're any closer. Some of the names are getting crossed off the list it's because they're all taking other jobs. So we'll see. Maybe there'll be an update tomorrow night. Who's it going to be? My prediction: probably Kaylee. Yeah. That's probably the the safest money right now would be yeah, on uh, Nikhilic. Uh, Mike Cadlick, you can check him out uh, over at com and on the Six Rings and Football Things podcast. He hops on there with Hart and Fitzy. 
Uh, Kelly, a pleasure, sir. Thanks for having good me. Good job on the picks tonight. Appreciate it. Bears yeah, go Bears. Let's sure. go. Uh, Stiz, good stuff as always. We will be back tomorrow at 6 o'clock. It'll be a uh, full-tang Fitzy program. So have a great rest of your Tuesday night, and we'll talk to you then. See ya.